Welcome back to the Vegan Fitness Podcast by Fritzness and today with a super interesting and important topic for you guys. <laughs> I'm so excited. We talk about protein intake as a vegan, what kind of things you have to keep in mind, how much protein you need, which kind of plant sources are best for your protein consumption and yeah, just in general I share every bit of knowledge I have on this topic and I share my own experience so sit back, relax, enjoy the episode, enjoy your workout while listening to it or commuting. I hope you like it and let's start right into it. So in the bodybuilding and fitness communities, protein intake is very highly discussed. Why is that? Of course, because if you want to build muscle, if you want to be fit, then hitting an adequate amount of protein is very important. In the vegan community, it's heavily debated. Not necessarily from the vegans themselves, but more from the meat eaters, from the omnivores that are like, how do you hit your protein? It's impossible to hit your protein as a vegan. You lose all your gains because you can't hit enough protein. You eat way too much carbs and stuff. So it's a very highly debated topic and I get a lot of questions on my Instagram DMs or via email. How, how do you hit your protein? How can... yeah. How can I maintain my muscle as a vegan? Will I lose all my progress as a vegan? And that's why I want to talk about this. And I just want to make two important distinctions. The first distinction I want to make is we have to differentiate between sedentary people and athletes, bodybuilders, powerlifters, etc. For the sedentary people, or I mean sedentary is always such a, such a big term, I mean Sedentary means you don't do anything really, you just yeah, just in the office and at home and don't do much sports. But I also include in this group um, people that maybe do some sports, maybe some running, maybe some cycling, um, but in general are not super active because of their job or because of time, etc. I mean, I always recommend that you're as active as possible, but if you can't manage it, then it's fine. This is the one group I want to talk about which will need less protein, of course, because in order to maintain your body functions and maintain your muscle mass to survive, basically, you don't need that much protein in comparison to the group that are bodybuilders, athletes, powerlifters that want to build strength, build incredible amounts of muscle that are maybe not super healthy for your body. I mean, just think, just think about it. I mean, we are not made for like putting on a lot of size or shredding down body fat. The people that are doing like bodybuilding competitions, if you follow their journey on Instagram or on YouTube and they are in their last weeks of their prep, you always hear them like really breaking down because they're like in some kind of death zone already because they're so low on body fat that the body is like, man... I'm dying, what are you doing to me? And it's not super healthy, the bodybuilding scene. But that's another topic that I maybe can talk about in another podcast. But yeah, in general, those people just need more protein. That's like, for me, that's just, yeah, just makes sense. And this is the first distinction we have to make. Are you more on the sedentary side? Do you do maybe some running, some cycling, some endurance sport? Or are you more on the bodybuilding athlete side where... You're doing a lot of sport, a lot of, yeah, maybe also competitions and just want to improve your strength and muscle mass, then you definitely need more protein. 
how much. So the one group with the sedentary people um, who do less sports, I recommend, and Michael, Dr. Michael Greger also recommends 0.8 to 0.9 grams of protein per kilogram body weight, which means a person that weighs 100 kilos and is more, like I said, multiply, multiple times now <laughs> on the sedentary side, meaning he doesn't do much sports and yeah, it's mostly sitting and stuff. For this particular person that weighs 100 kilo, 80 to 90 grams of protein per day would be fine and yeah, would fulfill all your needs for your protein, for your amino acids and that's all good. For the athlete and bodybuilder side, yeah, we just need more protein. That's the second distinction I want to make. For bodybuilders especially, we have to make another distinction. So, do you want to cut body weight or body fat and want to maintain or even build muscle in the process? Or do you want to gain weight and gain muscle? That's two different things. So, for the people that want to cut body weight and body fat and are into the vegan fitness and vegan bodybuilding scene, I recommend your protein intake to be 2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Why is that? So, most people already know this, but it's very important that you know it as well. If you want to maintain your muscle mass or even build muscle mass while cutting body fat, you just need to provide your body with more protein. It's shown in studies that if you increase your protein intake, then the lean body mass that you preserve is just, yeah, it's just higher. So a bigger protein intake makes sense when you're cutting. And it also makes sense not only um, yeah, for cutting purposes, for muscle maintaining purposes, but also for satiating. Because the macronutrient protein itself is very satiating compared to carbs or fats. So keeping your protein a bit higher also makes sense when you're dieting, when you're being in a deficit every single day. Then um, grabbing beans or lentils or tofu or protein shakes, just... Yeah, just meals that are high in protein makes a lot of sense. And yeah, that's why people that are cutting body weight and body fat just need more protein, basically. For people that want to build muscle and gain body weight, the protein need is not so high. Why is that? Because if you want to gain body weight and muscle mass, you're eating in a caloric surplus. So you eat more than your body actually burns. For example, you burn 2000 calories in a day like with a um, basal metabolic rate and with your daily activities and you eat 200 to 300 calories above that. So you provide your body with enough nutrients for it to grow and you don't need that much protein then because the carbs, the fats will take care of the growing of the muscle basically and more protein doesn't really help growing the muscle anymore. So you can really cut down on the protein a bit when you're bulking when you're yeah when you're putting on mass basically so i recommend 1.8 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight that's for a 100 kilo person that's around 180 grams to 200 grams of protein which is also at the same time pretty easy to achieve for most people and that's just the two distinctions you have to make um, when considering a bodybuilder or a powerlifter that wants to cut weight or gain weight, that's just the two basic things you gotta keep in mind. So to summarize these both distinctions, 
I just want to say, if you're a sanitary person or not very active, I recommend 0.8 to 0.9 grams per kilogram. This is 80 to 90 grams for a 100 kilo person. If you're more on the athlete, bodybuilder, <coughs> powerlifter side, I recommend if you're cutting body weight and body fat, I recommend 2 grams per kilogram of body weight of protein. So for a 100 kilo person, that would be 200 grams. And if you're bulking, if you want to put on muscle mass, if you want to put on weight, then I recommend 1.8 to 2 grams protein per kilogram body weight, which is around 180 to 200 grams of protein for 100 kilo person. So these are the most important distinctions you got to make. Those are the answers you can give people if they ask you how much protein do you actually need. Dr. Michael Greger is the source and Eric Helms is the source for the higher protein, uh, for the um, athlete side of protein needs. So look him up, Eric Helms is a very um, yeah, very known nutritionist and personal trainer who also did some meta studies and meta analysis himself, so you can trust him a lot. He actually thinks that 2.7 grams of protein per kilogram body weight is also still good, but that's like for very, very athlete bodybuilders and I don't think we need that much protein, but yeah, that's another topic. And what I really want to make sure everyone gets is that you don't have to count your protein. You don't have to eat 1.8 grams per kilogram body weight. You can do whatever you want, but if you want to get the most out of your potential, if you want to get the most out of your nutrition, then I really recommend you use these numbers that I just provided you with. But if you feel happy with just eating one gram per kilogram body weight, if you're an athlete, or yeah, if you just feel better throughout the day eating less protein, then of course do that. Do whatever you want, but you have to yeah, you have to keep in mind that you leave some muscle gains and strength gains on the table if you eat less protein. It's just just the priorities you yeah you make. I want to get the most out of my potential. I'm young. I have the time, I have the motivation to eat that much protein and I really want to gain the most amount of muscle and strength that I can on a vegan diet because I want to show everyone that it's possible. So I eat more, but if you want to eat less, of course, do that. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to destroy your opinion or something. I just provide you with the science-based knowledge that is out there and... If you want to get the most out of your potential, then eat more protein. That's just something I wanted to make clear before I move on onto the protein sources. Because we as vegans, if you are a vegan or plant-based lifter or yeah, just a plant-based food lover, basically, you know all the protein sources, you know the lentils, you know the beans, you know the rice, you know the quinoa, you know the nuts, you know the seeds, you know the vegetables... All the protein sources, you know them. But what is optimal? Like, what kind of sources are the best? So, in general, I always... I actually made a podcast about this before. I always recommend that you eat a variety of foods in order to eat your protein. So, <clears throat> eating your 150 grams of protein only from seitan is not the same if you eat rice, peas, tofu, nuts, cashews vegetables, all the good stuff. I mean, of course, who eats seitan all day? That's No one does that. <laughs> but 
what I really want to hammer down with that point is that you have to combine your food. So if you make yourself a meal, then choose some quinoa, choose some beans and choose some vegetables to go with it in order for you to have a full and complete amino acid profile at the end of the day because amino acids are the building blocks of protein and amino acids are basically the most important thing if you want to build muscle and um, if you yeah, if you miss one of them at the end of the day, I don't know, for example, lysine, people always think that lysine is difficult to hit on a vegan diet. If you miss that, then you most certainly won't get the most out of your protein. That means your body, I mean, you give your body enough protein, for example, 150 grams that you calculate for yourself. But this one amino acid missing means that it doesn't have the same effect on your muscle growth or strength growth. So make sure to hit all your amino acids. You can go to chronometer.com, put in your daily food and see if you hit all the important amino acids. So foods like cashews, quinoa, tofu, all the good stuff. Buckweeds have a lot of good amino acids and a complete profile. So <clears throat> make sure to include these. And if not, just make sure to combine different plant foods, of course. <coughs> Sorry. And yeah, you will be Gucci. Also, one thing I want to dive into just really quick is loitzine. It's also an amino acid and it's said to trigger muscle protein synthesis, which means it gives your body the signal to grow your muscles, basically. And we all want that, right? If you want to gain muscle and weight. Mm. But in the vegan food, loitzine is not very prominent. We have to admit that. So in lentils, it's very highly prominent. There's a lot of loitzine in lentils. But the thing with loitzine and muscle protein synthesis is you want to hit your protein synthesis like three to four times a day. And you don't really eat lentils three to four times a day because in order to trigger it, you need three grams to four grams of loitzine per meal basically or yeah per shake so for people that really want to get the most out of their potential like i said before <clears throat> this is not for people that just want to be fit just want to feel good and this is for people that really want to gain the most amount of muscle possible <laughs> on a vegan diet for those i recommend to supplement with loitzine or bcaas two to three times a day in order to get the protein synthesis. I do it myself. I supplement it two to three times a day on meals where I don't eat lentils. And yeah, it's working pretty good. I'm doing good progress. And I just want to show everyone next year when I reveal my physique, my <clears throat> my shredded down physique, because right now I'm in bulking mode and got a bit of fat on my body. So I have to cut that down. And next year I want to show everyone that it's possible. But yeah, loitzine, like I said, is important for your muscle growth as a vegan. But if you want to be healthy and fit, you you, are, you don't have to keep that in mind. But yeah, I just wanted to say that at the end, because this is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed a longer episode. It's I mean, I did one hour episode with Ferdi, but today's episode was alone. And I thought it's a very important topic. I want to cover all the important basics, basically. And I hope you got a lot of value out of it. I hope you are not sure how much protein you need and that you don't have to worry <clears throat> about your protein intake 
if you want to achieve 70 to 80 percent of your progress basically but it's very important if you want to get the most out of your body basically and out of your nutrition so keep that in mind <clears throat> thank you for listening i hope to hear you around in the next episode Thank you so much for giving me your vegan ear and listening to my podcast. It really means a lot to me. If you like the episode, make sure to rate it on iTunes so we can spread the good plant-based vegan message on iTunes, on SoundCloud and get more people to listen to it. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a great day and we hear us in the next one.